G'day and welcome to the Hunting Connection Podcast. My name is Zach Williams and I am your host. Here we'll connect you with hunters, fishers and outdoor enthusiasts from around the globe. This podcast will share hunting and fishing stories including past experiences and tackle the tough hunting stereotypes our community faces. We hope to be a positive influence to those outside the community while also having a laugh along the way. Hope you enjoy the podcast. G'day and welcome to another episode. Today, I have one of our most requested guests so far. Um, If you've listened to Send It, mate, he is the life of the party on that podcast. (laughs) He's the man, the legend, Ryan. How are you going, mate? Hello. I'm good, man. I'm Fuck, with that intro, I don't know what I'm going to say. Now I'm going to be in my A game to be fucking funny. (laughs) Thanks, man. Uh, That's all good. You shouldn't have have any issues with that, man. Oh, well. I'll have to put my note, pull my notepad out and put, you know, go dig deep and pull out the suitcase of fucking laughs that I'm dark and the, well, actually, no, I can't pull the dark and dirty ones. I spoke to you about that before we started. Like, can I swear? What? I'm a fucking potty mouth, man. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, the most requested guest every time I've had someone on, they're like, is it Ryan yet? Is it Ryan yet? Is it Ryan yet? I'm like, nah, saving the best for last, man. Best oh, for last. I need to break it up. That. It's funny you say that because, like, because we do a lot of, like, sharing stuff on Instagram with our stories. Yeah. So, like, the, I think I've only seen it once where it was popped up. And I'm like, oh, fuck, someone likes me. <laughs> it's all good. Nah, but, uh, I get lots of good feedback about you, man. Yeah, you, you nah, have some of those jokes that go over Josh and Caleb's heads, but uh, I'm sitting there banging the steering wheel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, straight, I'm straight on Instagram. I'm just like, leave him alone. Yeah, oh, it's fucking... Well, you know what? I, I like... Uh, uh, thank you for having me here, actually. Nah, like, it's, I'm, it's all I'm, good, man. Because... The boys have been on here and they were like, oh, he's going to give you a call, man. You're going to come on first. And I'm like, oh, fuck no. And then I forgot about it. And then we just started chatting and you're like, yeah, you're going to come on the podcast. I'm like, what? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, no worries, mate. No, I wanted to get you on, man. I, I was just bro- breaking it up a bit. Save, like I said, saving the best for last. Um, most requested guest. So we'll jump straight into it. Do it. Where are you from? I'm from Adelaide. I'm an Adelaide boy. Born and bred? Born and bred. Actually, Henley Beach is where I'm originated from. Ooh, dangerous. Oh, like the, the <laughs> shit part of Henley Beach. I, I didn't pick you yeah. to be the, from the flash part. Nah, so. man. Nah, not at all. Nah, fuck it. I, um, no, nah, I was born in Henley Beach, but I don't have any real memory of it. But um, my parents moved sort of north-ish, and Tea Tree Gully is actually my, my stomping ground from memories. Uh, that makes know, like sense. How, how far back I can remember. Like, so I sort of, we lived on a block that was uh, quite big. It had like just natural scrub out the back. Yeah. So, you know, like, as a kid, you do, you fuck it off with an axe. And, as we all did. Yeah, yeah. Me and my younger brother tearing up the place and we found like old uh, calf skulls and all kinds of weird shit. And Probably that area, a couple of human bones. Wouldn't surprise oh, me. Oh, dude, actually, yeah. It turns <laughs> out that one of our neighbours... Um, well, from near that area, it turned out to be a, a murderer. So he, and he, he was like a serial killer. So I grew up in Paralawi before oh. I moved up into the hills. Yeah. So right around the corner was the dude that did all the snow town. Oh, no The shit. guy that did all the snow town the stuff. Bar- bodies in the barrel. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. a kid I went to school with, his uncle disappeared in it and he was found. And then years later, one of my friends, I was... um. Um, I was list- we were listening to Triple J going hunting and 
some guys ring up from Snowtown and like, oh, we've got a party going on in Snowtown. Rah, rah, rah. I'm like, oh, they must be having a barrel of laughs. <laughs> she, she turns around and goes, oh, why do you say that? I'm like, oh, you know, the Snowtown murder, yeah. murders. And she's like, I know what it was. My older brother was killed in it. Oh, I've gone, dude. I am so sorry. If like, you, you, I don't know if it would be in bad taste. If that was me, I'd be like, how did they fit him in the barrel? <laughs> Like, was yeah, he big? Was he large? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, I was. I was pretty thrown off. Like I, I make, as we all do, inappropriate jokes at, yeah, the, at the best of times, oh, and dude, it was I not am, something that I I'm was. I'm one of those. I'm one of those. I get myself in trouble all the fucking time. Uh, I had Caleb told me a good one about Josh the other day, but uh, got a good <laughs> laugh. Got, got a good laugh out of that. <laughs> we're like, yeah. Now nah, we because we're all mates. We just on jokes and inappropriateness. The filter naturally just doesn't exist. Yeah. And then you put us in a room with people that we shouldn't be joking around. And like, you just, you don't even know that you're doing it. Yeah, I don't. You just drop bombs and then all of a sudden the whole room's looking at you like, you're a <laughs> fucking cockhead, mate. Yeah. And then you sort of go, okay, no worries. But in those instances, I find that if you keep going with the jokes, then it makes things worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we had a new guy start at work the other day and I was just talking shit to one of the guys and he said something. I'm like, I'll stab you. And the guy turns around and goes, that's a bit violent, isn't it? I'm like, oh, in, you're new here. Inside, Inside joke. joke. You, you, you'll get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's funny, man. Like, And because and we, we definitely take a less serious approach to everything. Like when what yeah. we do on sender mate, and that's that's like that's not just sender mate. That's, that's just, just life in general. in general. That's <laughs> what we're like. What we're like on the podcast is that's, what we're like in real life. That's why I gelled so well yeah, with you man. guys. Oh, fuck it, gelled so well on the podcast when I did it with you guys. And yeah. Oh, we don't like. I mean, I I personally don't like taking things seriously because you you just end up just fucking being a boring piece of shit. Yeah. Like it it just, gets me in too much shit because yeah. I'm constantly taking the piss out of it. <laughs> everyone well, in every situation. It's, Australia, it's an Australian thing. If you can't take the piss out of yourself and take the piss out of your mates, then you're not Australian. Well, on your latest episode with Dr. Tim, when he was in on person, he was talking about like the trench humor that doctors yeah. have. And yeah. Josh has that trench humor. And oh, that's, know. you know, it's oh man, Josh, Josh says some shit that makes me second guess. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking what, mate? And, and he just I, like, I've heard some of the shit you've said, so <laughs> yeah, I've seen Josh's reaction. <laughs> Mortified is the word that you're looking for there. <laughs> so how old are you, man? I am 33. Um, what, fuck, what month was I born in? January. January 1st is my birthday, so... I'm halfway. It's a bit hard to forget. Well, suppose you would forget that after oh, a few, mate, once a few pass, big years, a few big New Years. Man, once you pass 30, you just don't give a shit, really. you just like, oh, this is nothing. I just birthday. turned 29 and I've, I've had the same, the, the same oh, well, feeling. Oh, well, you're about to have a big fucking birthday then, aren't you? Next year, yeah. Well, next year, sorry. Next you year. just turned 29. But that's that's uh, hopefully Tara and Shammy in New Zealand, no party. Oh, just, yes. Just fucking do that. See, I, I sometimes wish that I'd done that for like the, the, the milestones, like your 18th, yeah. your 21st yeah. and that sort of thing. But I just spent all my money on drugs. So, <laughs> you know, I did have a good time. But it was a different type of good time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've all, all been through those stages of... Yes, stages. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, if my wife's listening, no. We, uh, yes, stages. <clears throat> We don't take drugs. Just, no, I'm just, just kidding. Ca- just caffeine. I'm, I mean, I'm too busy to take drugs. Are you fucking kidding me? Imagine coming up. I, 
I work like you did crazy hours. Not crazy as hours. not as crazy as you, man. Oh man, I couldn't. I like I have two beers and I wake up in the morning with a hangover. So like if I if I went out for a night in the town with the boys, man, like that's like a week of sleep that I need. <laughs> Yeah, like I, we were discussing before the podcast, uh, deer camp with Hainsey and Caleb and Josh, I um, struggled big time. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I had, yeah. Yeah, lightweight Cabri. Oh, these yeah. days, man, these days. I just yeah. I drink doing the podcast just to get the uh, looseness going. Yeah, but yeah. The, the social I don't drink thing. like you guys do on a podcast. I don't know how you guys do it. Mate, you know. do you know, I only, I, I was thinking, talking to my wife about this the other day, actually. She goes, oh, how much do you reckon you drink? I'm like, well, if you cut out all the times I'm with Caleb and Josh, about never. <laughs> so the only time that I actually drink is when I'm with them or it's like a Saturday night. Yeah, but the only time you sober up is the day before you do a podcast because by the time you've recorded a podcast and you've recovered from recording that podcast is the next week. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> well, actually, I had to sit the boys down and be like, man, we need a lot. We have to have a cutoff time because we were like, you get together on a, and we're normally on a weekday. And um, well, you you get a couple in and you lose track of time. Next minute, it's like twelve o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, man. And uh, you're like, and we most of the time recorded my house, so I'm like, I'm fucked. Well, when we recorded at Josh's house, I I had to bail it early. I was home at eleven o'clock, and I'm like, I'm dead the next day. Yeah, and I because um, we put the little one so to bed so early. Yeah, we lay in bed watching TV from six thirty, and it gets to eight thirty, and I'm. I've fallen asleep 20 times watching TV. Like, oh, you're such a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get that from my mum. She's she's the same. She um, oh, really? just, just falls asleep watching TV. Yeah. If, if I'm sitting down or laying down, I can't. I just, you as soon as that yeah. sun goes down, I'm ready for bed. Dude, I, if I'm I, up and doing something, I'm... I've got the gift. Like, I've got a gift and a curse. The gift of the gas. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man, I can fall asleep anyway. Like, I've fallen asleep in middle of paddocks cradling a rifle while we've been out hunting and the boys have come over and like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, I'll just catch a couple of zeros. I've done it with the bow and the yeah. rifle. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm the same. I can fall asleep anywhere. Oh, Especially best. in a nice sunny day where it's not too hot and you're just laying in the sun, nice and warm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I can respect that. <laughs> Although the best, probably the best story I've got about falling asleep in weird fucking places, we were out doing a pig hunt. And it was my turn to sit in the cab, so all the boys were up top with shotguns and 308 and anyway, <laughs> getting ready to fucking rock and roll. Um, I'm like, getting a bit tired. I'm getting a bit tired. I might, might close my eyes for a little bit, no worries. And then I wake up to, like, the car jolting. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, was there a gate or something? And turns out that they had full-on unloaded every single fucking rifle all in one go into some pigs, and I slept through the whole fucking thing and woken up just as they are going out to go and pick the fucking things up. They're like, did you see it? Like, see what? What's going on? I'm fucking. I'm just a bit tired, lads. Just a bit tired. <laughs> I, I was the same when I went out to the southeast with the boys. You know, two two days of twenty four hours being up straight, and I was asleep in the back while they were shooting deer. And they went, Zach, Zach, wake up! We shot something. Help drag it back to yeah. the car. <laughs> yeah, just drag it Get back out, to the car. Lazy fuck! Put up, do some work. Put it back in the in the ute, and I'd sit back in, go to sleep again. Zach, we shot something else. I just want to go to bed. Yeah, but you like at the same time, I feel bad for being that guy because like, my body is just it just doesn't operate if I don't get sleep. <laughs> yeah, so I can yeah. operate on no sleep, but I have to be moving. I can't just be sitting down; otherwise, I'm gonna I'll, I'll just fall asleep. Oh, really? man, I, I just can't. Like my my body will not do what it's yeah. supposed to do. It's just like complete lack of energy. But you know. 
I don't know, something to do with something, something. Who gives a shit? Just go have a nap and get back into it. Yeah, before before I met my wife, I was going out hunting, and then I'd I'd hunt in the morning, go to work, finish work, go for a hunt on last light, yeah. then go to go home, wash up, go to town all night, go straight from town, sleep in the car for an hour, go back out, go to work. Yeah. And then go home. Like, yeah, that, man, no, that was my weekends. Dude, I used to like not, not so much hunting as much as you would have, but I did, would do a similar thing. And then, and I was running a business at the same time, which like, fuck knows how I didn't kill myself. To be honest. <laughs> we all do it. Yeah. Speaking of running your own business, what do you do for work, man? I run my own business like a fucking crazy man. <laughs> no, it's, I, I actually quite enjoy it. So I run a, a landscaping fencing and general building maintenance business which um is just me at the moment which is a lot of it so is that fairly recent because last uh, time i ran into you on a job site yeah about so actually i just started doing months. it when you saw me yeah so i've been doing it for about eight months so yeah. i have i ran my own business four or five years ago i ended up stopping it like subcontracting yeah and that was doing the same sort of same stuff, but I, I before that ran a, a exterior cladding business, had a couple of crews that I'd do with that. Like it was, yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it, but to increase my skill set, as they say, I ended up going up um, into management roles in construction. So I built my way up to project manager, and from there, just decided that it wasn't like working for someone else wasn't for me. I didn't like the political bullshit and the way that I couldn't, you know, like I just I don't have the personality to put a lid on everything. And then walk away, um, because and it kept biting me in the ass. Not not Notice because that. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not that I couldn't do it. It was just I would just if you don't like what you're doing, like I, I've got the ethos that the moment you don't like what you're doing and don't want to go on and do it, like generally, like you have your bad days, but generally, if you go, I just don't fucking like it anymore. That's the day that I'll go quit. I've I've always been very very similar, like. Using school as an example, mm. if I did not like the teacher, or if I did not like the subject. I just would not apply myself at all. Yeah, like, yeah. No homework, no work during the class. Um, you know, blame my dyslexia for not doing a lot yeah. of stuff. But it was just me not <laughs> looking back at it now. It's me not applying myself just because yeah. I did not. I had no interest. Like, yeah, the stuff I had an interest with, I would apply myself to the theory, the practical side, but not yeah. as much the theory side. Yeah. But yeah, just had that. You know, I'd switch off as soon as it was. It's what, yeah, it's one of those things that I, I enjoyed what I was doing and I was pretty bloody good at it because no, not very many people go into that from running their own business because that, yeah. and that gives you all the skills that you need. But it was the more the people. And I think like you said, if the teacher's not, you know, engaging and whatnot, yeah. it was like, it was more of the people weren't, um, like I'm, I have a management skill set, uh, sorry, a management approach where I like to empower people. And help, like pull people yeah. up, give them the responsibility, the tools, and the responsibility, and let them fucking figure it out. But be there to ask. The, it's the it's hard so. working for someone if you, or working with people if you don't get along with. And them. that's like exactly what it is. So, especially yeah. if you're working with someone that brings everything down, they're a downer. It's yeah. just it's very hard to get yourself motivated. And yeah, and that's that's actually I think you hit the nail on the head there. That's why I got out of what I was doing, and and like there was different avenues that I could have gone down. But at the end of the day, I just wanted the flexibility to yeah. be able to say, oh, it's fucking five o'clock in the morning. I'm having a coffee. I don't really want to go to fucking work today. I'm not going to go. I have not done that yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just to have that, 
um, that flexibility and being able to be in control of what I do. And and if I need more money, I can just work a few extra days and yeah. get more money. Like it doesn't yeah, work I, like that when you're in salary. I did a bricklaying apprenticeship. And speaking of, I ran into the boss and two of the guys that I used to work with. One was an apprentice with me at the time and one was the guy that was above me. Yeah. And the guys that were above me gave me absolutely hell. I got tasered on the work site. You got, I got tasered? I got, yeah. Like, were they cracking a joke or were you just being a dick? And they're like, Ugh. Bit of both. Just, <laughs> you know, they thought it was fun. I, I got tasered several times. Shot with a slingshot with tech screws. Just bully I shit. I mean, like, so then you were an apprentice at the time? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm the guy that's usually doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, one of these guys yeah. had a tor- one of those torch tasers from Thailand. Yeah, that's just walked up the fucking line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's rough, man. So I got three years into it and then I went and worked for, you know, just did subcontracting with another. Never fin- fully finished my apprenticeship, but I ran into the boss today. Oh, no shit. At, um, on, on the job site and got chatting to him. And I'm not the type of person to hold a grudge. Like yeah. I, I, I let stuff go pretty, pretty easily when I'm, you know, people tell me all the time, like, why, why'd you let go of that grudge? Just Man, life's, life's, too life's too short. short. <laughs> yeah, life's too short. So yeah, I was chatting to him today, and I made a joke about me being a shit apprentice and not yeah. great at it. And he goes, <laughs> "You weren't too bad, but you did have a rough, rough time. Like you, yeah. you got some shit." And it, it kind of made me look back on it and think, like, yeah, I did get some shit, but I. You know, I persevered for, you know, three and a half years with her. Yeah, with oh, that's like the school of hard knocks, as they say. Yeah, yeah. And so he kind of had a job and it, it kind of felt good that he acknowledged that I got put through fucking hell yeah. doing this apprenticeship. Yeah, you know, it wasn't me just giving up at the end. Like, he acknowledged that I fucking, you know, getting I mean, tasered and shot with slingshots. Three years of that sort of shit. <laughs> That'll wear a man down. I mean, yeah. fuck. Nah, there's oh, no- especially when you're 18, 19. Like, yeah. it's... It's See, I, I never got that sort of hazing. Never got any like. I mean, I'm a fucking foot bigger than everyone else. First yeah, so yeah. No, no one tried that shit on me. So I can't really say I've experienced <laughs> it. But like, I was a, I was pretty scrawny back then. You know, I put on a couple kilos since then. I would have been you know sixty yeah. kilos wet back then. Fucking um, hell. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, who was I, t- I was talking to a bloke yesterday, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I was forty five kilos when I was twenty one." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> 40, 45, that's like two bags of concrete are heavier than you, mate. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Old bags, so they're 20 kilos now. <laughs> are they? 20? Oh, no, they are 20. Yeah, they are the old bag. Fuck, I'm getting old. <laughs> Jesus. So how did you get into hunting, fishing, and the outdoors lifestyle? Oh, I reckon the first time I ever shot a gun was my cousin's... Um, what did he have? It was a Beretta over and under... Out of, out of my other cousin's farm and I was oh fuck I I don't reckon I was tall enough to see into the back of a ute <laughs> um, so I was like two and, <laughs> and no nah, it was it was I was early teens so I would have been about 13, 14 he brought it out of the farm and a box of clays and all that like because my cousins are older than me and yeah. they're all and we've got like an army um, history of being in the army and then guns and that sort of thing and yeah, on that side of the family so that was the first time I actually shot a gun, like a bigger gun. Like I jumped on the old air rifle and that sort of thing. And then from that moment, I was like, fuck yeah. Is that what like, got your passion in with the yeah. unders and overs oh, and yeah. lever I, action shotguns? I think I was more of a shotgun guy than 
than anything. I mean, probably also because I didn't really have the opportunity to shoot a center fire until later on. Or is that just because you're a shit shot and you just like that option of having a... <laughs> oh, mate, even with a shotgun, I'm a shit shot. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what gun it is. <laughs> you, you're too big and too noisy to get close to that's, other things, yeah, so nah. shotgun isn't great. Nah, that's, that's why the center fire is my best friend. I don't have to go anywhere near the fucking thing and I can drop it, so... And you can have a sleep and wait for them to that's wander exactly through. That's exactly right. They'll just sit down, I'll wait, and as long as they're within, like, as long as they can't hear me i'm good <laughs> now nah, look I, I i mean that's the earliest memory i have and then my old man um like, was in the cadets and then the reserves i don't think he ever went full time um but he his him and his brothers were right, right into shooting as well so every time i'd go around the uncles like the pistols would come out and the gun like guns have been around uh and then a mate of mine in high school had a property and we'd go shooting um, just 22s and, and stuff then. So I sort of had the exposure to guns but didn't get launched into hunting until me and Josh, uh, I think it, was, it actually might have been Josh's dad who I had the first conversation about hunting with because he was away, Josh was away. And then this is like early days and then he came back and took me out and that was that was it, I was done, like hooked, fucking hooked. Um, but it was just like rabbits and foxes and, and like small shit. I didn't actually shoot a kangaroo until fuck, it would have been, I don't even know how old I was. It was over in Victoria. It would have been like early. Yeah, on early. that property that you guys have the the culling. Yeah, the culling yeah it would have been like fucking years ago. No, actually it would have been before then. Fuck, I don't know. It's all, <laughs> There's so many hunting tricks, man. Yeah, I, I know what it's like. I, I got started quite young. Um, yeah. Before I was five, I was going out on trips with my pop and, Hunting, fishing. Yeah. And then, Well, yeah. the fishing, like, I think I got introduced to fishing first, um, and that was through my cousins as well. Like, my dad is a fucking outdoors man through and through. Like, he was <laughs> camping whenever the fuck we could. But, like, camping with those shitty old canvas tents yeah. that have, like, the, the weird poles that go up at 45 degrees that you trip over when you got to get out to take a piss and, and just, like, fucking guy ropes everywhere. They're like a multicolored canvas. Yeah, like yeah, man. Green and, and, and Oh, like, dude. And then, but it was, like, the one that we had... Because I come from a family of four kids plus my mum and dad, and we'd all sleep in the one tent until <laughs> like, we got more. But we'd have those little more tents or more kids. <laughs> oh, a little bit of column A, a bit of column B, actually, because it turned into like a um, like extended family thing as well. Every Easter we'd go away, and there'd be like fucking heaps of us, <laughs> heaps of us in like when the Flinders Ranges is where we always went. Like that was like the you know how, as you're a kid like oh we yeah. used to go to this place like the Flinders Ranges. I didn't know it at the time because I didn't been anywhere. I was dry as fuck. And it was like a fucking desert. Cold as shit at night time and hot Shut and up, Josh. in the morning. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Well, he's not far off it. But um, yeah, we'd go there every year and then in between do like short trips. And like the outdoorsy side of me sort of was kicked in well and truly from when I was a kid, like young little kid. And that was probably the beginning of the outdoor stuff. And then that progressed to shooting and then that progressed to hunting and, and fishing has never grasped me grasped me at all up until sort of well recently. maybe if you move up from the Kmart specials you might be able to get into it a bit more it's actually funny you say that I took the Kmart specials out over the weekend the long weekend um ended up getting well, I say ended up getting as in I did but I actually didn't my wife ended up getting a double header of the the old silvers on it so women are we've had this conversation with one of our past guests Luke Chammings and he's a a great fisherman but we had the conversation that women just are naturally better fishermen oh shit yeah than yeah. men are I mean I, I there was like whiting and um what else we get Tommy's 
and that's pretty much what we caught on that trip. But my wife definitely got the biggest fish and the doubleheader off the beach. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck did you do? Like, where, where did you cast? You show me exactly what you did, and I'll spend the next two hours doing. They just, the they fuck. just have a better feel, man. They just, yeah. they just have. Yeah, we've had this conversation several times, and probably won't be the last time that just women are better fishermen. Yeah, I mean, her old man is an absolute gun fisherman. Like the yeah. man is fucking born on the sea, but he's he's like a, a cowboy and a shooter and, and like been like professional hunter and all kinds of shit as well. Uh, actually, we're trying to get him on our podcast. Um, he's, he's got some fucking cracker stories. But she sweet. she comes from like that sort of side as well, which is why I think like me and her love camping together so much. Like it's 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 fucking excellent. I love being. <laughs> it's yeah, great. It is great, man. So, what's your um, general rifle setup when you go out, mate? I am a cheapskate. Uh, anyone who listens to our podcast would know that I'm the cheapskate out of everyone. So my <laughs> setup is the cheapest fucking out of the box you could get, which is the Howler fifteen hundred. Which yeah, I know a couple people with those. Yeah, man. No, well, <laughs> like everyone gives me shit about it, but do you know what? Bang for your buck, pun intended. It is one of the best rifles you can get. Like the cheap. You haven't things. gone through and put a um, chassis on it yet, have oh, you? Oh fuck no! No, I've got the Hogue chassis. Yeah, uh, the Hogue stock that comes. With it. <laughs> I, I've still got. I got a Vortex. Uh, what do I got? I think it's like a. It's a no. It's a four to four to twelve. So I'm running like the. Purpose. Is that the Crossfire or the Diamond? Nah, the Diamond. Yeah. I got the diamond. I didn't want to get the crossfire because <laughs> diamonds are fucking cheaper. <laughs> so I like it is a purpose purpose rifle. I didn't just go oh fucking that one because it's the cheaper. So I wanted something that was light and it's it's um, sporter barrel. So super light barrel. Like the stock weighs next to nothing, and then it's just like, I've put um, I don't know fucking I think I just got a strap and a thirteen dollar. Bipod off of eBay. eBay, yeah. And that is it. And that, that bipod, I heard that story. Dude, that is the best cheapskate buy I've ever fucking had. Like the <laughs> other lads have got all like fucking expensive shit, like 200, 300 Yeah, bucks. I don't want to talk about what Josh oh, runs on his But rifles. he, like, Josh is one of the guys that he will buy expensive shit and then get bored of it or like find uh, yeah, the next sell, best thing, yeah, sell it and I, get something else. I know a few people like that. Like, Which is, like, it's great. Like, that's, it's that's, great it's, if you're friends with them yeah, because then exactly. you can buy the shit. Cheap, yeah. <laughs> I can go, yeah, that's fucking cool. It works, yeah. But would I pay that for it? No. Like you sort of, I get a comparison. But I mean, Josh knows his gear, man. Yeah. Like that dude is like a fucking dictionary on gear. He knows all the latest stuff. Knows the best stuff. Anytime I go to buy anything, I deliberately don't ask him <laughs> because he's going to tell me something expensive. But yeah, so I've got the the Howe fifteen hundred and two four three and two four three. Yeah, yeah two four three. I fucking love that gun. Love it. Um, so that thing has uh, done. I think you need to get a bigger caliber. Well, the boy, the boys always give me shit about that because you can't so. shoot a, sam- a sample legally in Victoria with that. In Victoria, a minimum no, I two can seven. shoot a fallow, but I can't shoot a samba. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. No. I'll, like I'm going to get a three oh eight in exactly the same setup. Why three go three oh gay? Like every three oh gay. <laughs> well, do you know what? And this is the cheap scare to me because three oh gay. Because we, are, if I shoot the same. Uh, Winnie's as the other boys shoot, we all pull together and you get the discount. Yeah. So ammo ended up being cheaper. So I was looking at like the, um, the 30 6 Actually, one of our mates, Richie, was telling me to get like a seven a seven mil rem mag. I can't remember what it was, but as soon as he said seven, they're great cows. Yeah, they're I took an I took my first though. fallow with a rifle with a rifle was with a mm. seven mil. 7 mil 08, I reckon it was. I reckon that's what he was trying to tell us, yeah. 7 08, yeah. 
That's what it was. Great calibre. Yeah. And then I'm looking at how much it costs to run one of those things. No, I've gone, no, you can fucking keep that, mate. Don't get yourself a 300 win mag then because... Nah. <laughs> I don't need it. Like, it's, and I've got, I've got mates with these sorts of guns anyway. So if I was going to get one, it would be for me to use regularly when I go hunting. I don't like carrying those big calibers yeah. anyway. I, I got the 300 to practice my long range shooting because I haven't... So I shot a deer on the public holiday just gone mm. the day after the public holiday and it was 213 metres... Oh, sorry, 213 yards, and that's the longest shot I've taken on a deer. Oh, what is that, like 170 metres? Something like that. Yeah, 180, 190, yeah. something like that. And that's the longest shot I've taken oh, on a deer shit. with a rifle. Fuck. <laughs> and Ilias just shot his first deer with the 300, and that was 233. So his first deer with a rifle is the longest shot that I've ever <laughs> taken on a deer. Why, why yards and not metres? Do you go to range so one of those? my... My sights, so we're looking up at my bows at the moment. Yeah. My sights are all set into yards because... Oh, the, your pin, bow pins. The pins, oh, yeah. Pins so I've got an app on my phone that I use to sight in my bow. So I put oh. it, you put all of your calculations into it and then it comes up and shows you. So if you've got a sight tape, you can print off the sight tape yeah. or if you've just got p- fixed pins, uh, it's got a fixed pin thing that comes up and you put it onto your sight and you just move all your pins... So you're like the new age, like you're the equivalent of a bow hunting hipster with all your new age shit instead of... Just Minus the it. man bun and the, yeah. the 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that, that, fuck, I, when I shoot my... I mean, I have, have yet to take an animal with my bow because I, I just get fucking crazy adrenaline rush whenever yeah. I try. I've, I've tried, I think six uh, times. We've, we've heard a story oh, of you putting on yeah. a stalk with a... Oh no, that was me being a fucking retard. That, that, I don't know if I can say retard. That was me being <laughs> uh, mentally challenged when I didn't even like. It's, oh, but again. we've we've all heard the story. That was yeah. uh, one of Josh's Josh's story. <laughs> well, though, for those who haven't heard it, like the, basically, there was an animal that is just not going to see you coming towards it at all, and then I stalked. A good when I say stalk, I mean I crawled through fucking thorn bushes for like forty for minutes. Forty minutes while everyone was, was standing it, behind me. <laughs> was it Hato or Couchy that walked up? I was Couchy. Couchy just walked. just walks. You've taken forty minutes to get to one spot, and he's just walked up and given you. Yeah, because I like I I took a shot and it hit a um, the wire, the fence wire. I was going there like just went wow straight over there somewhere else. I'm like fuck, I'm like one arrow. You gotta love a good mixomatosis rabbit. Yeah, man, the old mixy. I can kind of can't see shit with that. Yeah. But anyway, I also just back to the guns. I've got the two four three. That's like my my go to. Like that thing. Like when you say long range, I can make that. Well, with planning to make that sing out for fucking eons anyway. So when it comes to long range shooting, that that's the rifle that I'll probably build on. I get the three oh eight just so I can hunt the bigger game. Uh, I've also got the Adler Straight Pool, which is my fucking fun gun. Um, well, that's actually fun gun number one. Uh, it's Karen 2.0. I'll name the gun. So there's Karen 2.0. Um, and she is a fucking, just a mental case. She, It's excellent. Anyone who's looking at getting a shotgun, get the fucking straight ball because it is so much fun. You can pet, like it's five five on the, five down the tube, one in the spout and you just fucking hammer it home, man. Have you seen those uh, new, the new ones that are out? They're like a button. Yeah, man. The release, the, the button, button release. Re- the thumb button release or whatever yeah. they are. They, oh, they, they shoot quicker. They do, but it looks like it could uh, 
I reckon they'll get banned pretty quick. Oh, fuck, they, yeah. They'll, they, they'll get put through that. I mean, they're trying to... Even the lever action and the straight pull. I mean, they've been chasing through. lever actions for, and the straight yeah. pulls for ages. Like, they, they put the lever actions cat B already. Yeah. And there's only a matter of time before they get the, like, the button, the trigger... What is it? There's something releasing. The button release is what it's called. Yeah. I don't know. Someone will probably message you and be like, it's not fucking called that. It's called this. And you're like, oh, no worries. Thanks, mate. No, I don't have Karens listening you to the show. Oh, they're, mate. We have Karens. Good. I fucking love Karens. <laughs> they are so good. They're like, oh, you fuck this up, you dickhead. And I'm like, oh. And then if they're wrong. I have I have nice corrections, but I don't have a Karens. So. Yeah. No, we'd like them to be honest. <laughs> yeah. We don't have too many yeah. of those. But the hunting I'm, I'm not is, as big as Send It, mate. Yeah. So. Mate, we are not big. We're, I don't think we're, we're as. Well, fuck. I don't know, it depends who you ask. But I don't look at it as being like, oh, we're big. We're famous. You guys we're are getting there, man. You're, you're just, doing good. I tell everyone like that. I when I tell everyone I see I got a podcast. Like they're like, oh okay. Monday morning rolls anything. through, and I'm I'm up at three forty a.m. most Monday mornings, and I go for a five k walk before work. Well, and bloody I'm, fucking dark. I'm, I'm upset if Send It Mate's not on my iTunes, my my Spotify <laughs> list. If Caleb gets slack and he puts the upload time for like six o'clock, I'm devastated. Because I'll have to start another podcast and then I have to wait three hours before I can start. Yeah, the bastard. The fucking nerve on that guy. Jesus. Pull your finger out, Caleb. <laughs> I've got to take my hat off to him. He does all the background stuff for the editing. And stuff. He does. Like, he does. He's a fucking champion. With he, that, so. he carries the team. Yeah. And then I when mean, you got Dorito Man and you, like yeah. he, he, he oh, must have a sore back fucking- carrying you too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Need to sit down a little bit. Fuck, he's carrying the load. You got old mate six foot five, six foot six here, and then I'm a heavy fuck. Then freaking Josh just all top heavy, you know. Oh, the funny <laughs> thing about Josh is if you push him a little bit while he's watching TV, he actually topples over. Watching TV, yeah, he doesn't get into anything if unless, <laughs> <laughs> unless something interesting happens in the first ten seconds. No, that's me, man. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm the fucking moth guy. <laughs> So what's what's in your hunting pack when you go out? Um, funny you should say that. I've just actually, <laughs> I've just added, added a few bits and pieces. So I used to do the old, um, just a hutchie in a sleeping bag. Um, now, fuck, I take. What if I'm going? It depends. Like, so if I'm going with, I've got two two packs, uh, kit outs that I run. So if I'm going with my son, I'll take a tent. Purely because it's a six-year-old kid and I can't leave him to his own devices. Otherwise, his mother would not be very happy with me. <laughs> I got a seven-year-old. So, I know what it's like. So if I'm given go on my lad, I'll take uh, a tent, sleeping mats, um, and I'll take uh, the jet boil. Don't go anywhere without jet boil. And then I'll... Um, uh, oh, yeah. Recently. Except for recently. <laughs> I took the jet boil. I just didn't take the fucking gas. <laughs> it's so fucking. It's dumb, man. Like they've got these tiny little fucking canisters that you take that fit that perfectly, fit perfectly in the in the cups. It. Yeah, but then if you want to take the family away, you're like, well, that's not going to fucking do it, is it? So you got to take one of the big ones, and the big one doesn't fit. You, the can. you get a good, good supply out of those little cans, man. Yeah, but I got to be, I got to be buying a new can every couple of weeks because I, I, I use it all the fucking time. They're good. Like, would go out on family day trips, and when the so I got a two year old. When the two year old was, you know, under a year old, to heat up a bottle, I'd take the jet boil with me. Yeah. Put the water in the jet boil, and then just sit the bottle in the water. Heat, yeah, heat the bottle up yeah. in the jet boil. Yeah. Like no, we'd we be did. out fishing or camping or just out in the hills for the day, and yeah, it's good. I just great bring out <laughs> the fucking oath. Yeah, man. 
What saves you taking a thermos and then like being having a fucking thermos and then you're out there too long? They say it's eight hours on it, but it's not fucking eight hours that it stays hot for. But they're they're perfect. Oh, it 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 came in handy, that's for sure. Yeah. So So you you bring the jet boil. Yep. Gas when you remember. Gas when I remember. But inside of the jet boil, so a lot of a lot of people just whack their gas in the jet boil. But what I do is get one of those chucks cloths wrap it around the canister so it doesn't react with the lining of the, the jet boil and it stops the corrosion. So if you do that, it stays in there fucking no worries and then you don't have to worry about it. But if you one of these boys who's just bought it and you're just putting your can straight in there, I recommend that you fucking put something around it. Otherwise, you end up finding rust in the bottom of your can. Or you just dry your cup out when you finish using it. It, depend, it depends <laughs> on where you're hunting because we were in... Where were we? I think we were in high country. And it just gets, like, unless you're covering your, your pack over with yeah. a tarp at night time, and condensation gets in fucking everything. So uh, I actually found that the inside of the cup was getting condensed. Like, it doesn't matter if there's if there's anything that's moist. <laughs> moist. If there's anything that's moist in the cup, it doesn't matter where it is, the condensation gets out on it. But also the lining is an aluminium cup and you've got a steel bottom of the yeah. gas. So everyone who knows anything about metal knows that if you cross your metals over, the likelihood of corrosion is higher. There's a fun fucking fact for you. See, I haven't had too many issues with it. I've taken mine to New Zealand and Mexico. The biggest issue I've had, so mine's not the Jetboil brand, mine's the cheap compar- companion brand that you get from other camping shops. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bigger, bigger cup. It's a bigger canister. Um, but... The only issue I've had with it is colder weather. Is the gas doesn't work as well yeah. in those colder conditions, yeah. and so it takes longer to cook everything. Unless you're in a place where you can buy a different um, fuel material gas canister that has a yeah. less chance of freezing. Yeah, actually, I've got one of those now as well. I bought one of those for the Ute, and I've got the um, the jet boiler that stays in the pack. So again, like different types of camping and hunting. Yeah. So. Um, but that's interesting because I've never had that issue before. I mean, I've never really... I mean, where I camp, it's fucking hot. So... Yeah, high country, You, if you're hunting the snowy times and the colder yeah. times, you'll probably have that issue. But if you're hunting the warm months, you'll never notice it. It's yeah. only when it's around that two, minus, minus two degrees... Yeah, man. Like I mean, two, that's, two that's just jet boy ter- yeah. model territory, right? That's what they're designed for. Yeah. They're fucking brilliant. And they've got those little, uh, is it sumo that it's called? Like the other, because um, some people were cracking the shits about, I can't get my fucking fork in there. I've got to tilt the cart like a little bunch of fucking pansies. So they've released this one that's like wider. It's more of a like a bowl than it is like a long cup. Yeah. And it's the, uh, the burner that you get with it has a temperature control as well well not temperature but like you, you can adjust how much gas is coming through a little bit easier than on the, the little um uh the solenoid that's on the jet boil that uh, the flash is what it's called the one that yeah I've so the the companion one has a little switch that you just turn turn in the gas bottle turn it on and you yeah. can control it that way yeah so this 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 other or the sumo one has uh, another uh, fitting to it again where you're still getting your full pressure of gas but you can adjust it like you would a stove so you can bring something down to a simmer and it's not going to burn the fucking shit out of the bottom. Nice. So they're really cool, man. Like jet boils are the bomb. But again, it's like, I actually, it was bought for me. I've not. I, they are great. Like, with my pack, I've no, the only thing that I've paid if it's full jet, price. If it's jet boil brand, I'm very surprised that you bought. Well, I didn't buy it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I didn't, it was given to me. Like my wife is an absolute fucking gem. And every year she gets me like the good shit of the shit shit that I have. 
Yeah, my wife's so, my wife's exactly the same. Yeah. She's she's absolutely great at uh, getting getting gifts. So I just yeah. got uh, brand new hunting boots for the for my birthday. Yes. So what'd you get? I, I got oboes. Oh yeah, yeah. So nice. I've run yeah. oboes for the last probably seven years. I've yeah. gone through two pairs. This would be oh, my yeah. third pair. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm my last pair I've too. gotten five, almost five years out of. I reckon. Yeah, so, so I'm still running the 911s, like the old schools. Yeah. Fucking old schools. Yeah. So I used to work at Mitchell's at Tea Tree Plaza back no in the day. Shit. Yeah, That was my favourite store. Yeah. So I used to sell lots of 911s and yeah. stuff like that. I could never afford a pair working at Mitchell's, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how much were they retail for at Mitchell's? Oh, dude, um, this is 12 years ago. I was like... Yeah. 18 when I was working there. I don't fucking know is the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, stop asking me questions. I don't know, Ryan. Jesus. Because uh, I ended up getting mine at the, the SHOT Show. We, we like, Me and the boys flew over to Sydney. Um, Sydney? No, it was fucking Melbourne. I don't even know. It was a big one. I can't remember most of it. But I remember buying the boots, and that was like six years ago now. Yeah, I haven't done a shot show yet. I've done Deer Expo a couple times. Oh, and I was, I was, I was locked in. Organised with the wife to go down, organised with a mate to meet him down there. I was going to take all the podcasting gear, do some podcasts with some people, yeah. and then it got bloody cancelled. I'm like, oh, oh I was devastated. Yeah, no, dude, anyone, and anyone who's listening, if you can get to the shot show, fucking go. They've got everything, everything from the latest fucking Polaris to like the little fucking, latest little biscuit that goes on your fucking bow. It's excellent, <laughs> man. It's excellent. Big day. And if you can go for the couple of days, I highly recommend it. Fuck, next time, if you get the chance ever, given that you're you know living that dad life now, definitely do it and um, record a podcast while you're there. Yeah, well, that was the plan with the Deer Expo, smash out a couple yeah, with man. some people that I just wouldn't be able to catch up with. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I prefer person, it, like person, person. Oh, shit, yeah. Podcast over Zoom. Like I mean, you, I can look you in the Zoom. eye when I'm hanging shit on. Yeah, you. It's yeah. Good. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your top beginner tip? My top beginner tip: uh, don't spend a whole bunch of fucking money. So, not not like I think Josh's was. Um, <laughs> buy once. <laughs> yeah. No. See, me and Josh have a different sort of philosophy when it comes to buying gear um i i i if i don't need it i won't buy it yeah like josh buys for comfort and he likes to be comfortable which is that's how he rolls i if if it's a bit harder to do it the way that i'm doing it but it's cheaper i'm happy to do that <laughs> i'm happy to do that like i just i don't think like for a beginner you don't actually know which element of hunting you're going to be drawn to the most like you might love going spotlighting out of a fucking you exactly and living in the a swag comfort. and that's it or you might like going trekking out in the middle of the fucking bush for 12 days i like trekking in the middle of the bush for 12 days and sleeping on the ground and then complaining about how much my body aches like, and how cold you and are how cold i am like just- fuck it yeah so <laughs> if you if you're not gonna it i mean again it depends on who you know but if you're not going to know which direction you need to go in straight away just buy the barest minimum I, fuck, my first pack was my old man's ex-reserve uh, army pack, which didn't even have like a, stro- uh, a hip strap or anything like that. And I used to literally sleep on a hoochie on the ground and I would I didn't have a jet boil, I didn't have any of that sort of shit. Yeah. And, and, like if, and I had thermals from 
fucking came up. Actually, there's still a thermals that I use now. <laughs> and that's how we did it. Like, the first time that I went, like, hiking and stayed over, I had, like, the shitty... You know how, like, you're, you're 12 and you go to your mate's house and go for sleepovers? Yeah. And you've got that sleeping bag that if you hold it up to the light, you can fucking see, see through, through it. it. <laughs> that's still what you're using now? Yeah. No, no, actually, no, I'm running a snug pack, man. You, Those you, things are you, fucking You excellent. got two of them. Yeah, no, I've got, <laughs> Just I got six fit. of them that I stitched so together. together. Just so you can fit through it. <laughs> No, well, I, like I did, I used that for a couple of years. And then, again, my, my wife, do you know what? I actually, I Josh is fucking terrible for this because my wife will call Josh and be like, what is the thing that he needs for like for this? And Josh will be like, yeah, a brain. He, needs, he needs this. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, my, my, my wife replies, no, nah, I tried giving him that and he said no. So, no. Nah. And Josh would be like, yeah, I spoke to your missus the other day. I'm like, why the fuck did you speak to my wife? And he's like, oh, oh no reason. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I, course, I don't yeah. see Josh being yeah. good with secrets. <laughs> He's fucking terrible, which is a good quality to have. He's, what's he's your, an honest guy. What's your top five items for a beginner? My top five items. Can you clarify, please, sir? Just uh, just to get into general hunting. Hunting. Like. Um, well, the first the first hunting that most people would do if they're with if they're associated with a mate that goes hunting would probably be spotlighting or like bunny shooting during the day or something small like that. So I would say if you're going to buy something, don't buy a fucking gun because your mates are going to have them all. Uh, and if you're doing it on your own, obviously they get to be difficult, but there's clubs and stuff that you can go join to do that. I would say get yourself uh, a decent pair of binos for sure. Uh, 100%. And when I say decent, I don't mean expensive. I mean like go get your, you Don't buy the shitty stuff that you get at Anaconda. Buy yourself a, a second-hand pair on Gumtree that's that's probably got some good reviews. You don't need to spend heaps of money. I'd say pair of binos. Get yourself a camel pack. You can get a cheap fucking version of that as well. No worries. And probably a, a pair of boots as well. And that would be it. Okay, that's all you need. Your mates are going to have everything. Go out, try it. If you fucking love it, then end up going down that money hole. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a tough one because... You can spend as much money as you want on hunting gear. Like, yeah. you can spend two grand on a backpack. You can spend five thousand dollars on a pair of binoculars. You can spend, dude. It's endless. Like, like it's, fuck. <laughs> it's endless. And the, and you every know, there's, year, there's guys with fifteen thousand dollar rifle setups. You know, yeah. you know that <laughs> like, cry if it gets a ding on it. All yeah. of my rifles and bows put together don't equip like <laughs> make fifteen thousand dollars. But yeah, I, I um I. No, if you've got the money to burn, like I think, I think for me, spending money on stuff, it, it has to be practical. If exactly. it's not practical, then what's the fucking point? Like there's got to be some, some sort of reason behind it. So look, anyone who's looking to get into it, if you don't know anyone, it's a little bit of a different story. But if you've got mates, like usually you'd go out and try your mate's shit anyway and you go, I fucking love that. I want to get one of my own. Like for me, I went out and tried, because everyone's shooting 308s. Um, Josh's old man had... Uh, two, 22 to 50, 308, and a 22. You know, like There were a couple of Seikos in there, and I think it's CZ as well. And then as soon as I looked up how much they were, I was like, fuck <laughs> that. I didn't like didn't know it at the time, but I was shooting really fucking good rifles. Yeah. Like really good rifles. And that was probably what held me back the most from buying my own. Uh, and then just having a chat to Josh about it. And he actually, I remember he said to me, like, don't get a shit one, like get an expensive one. But he said, you don't need... Like, you don't need a Seiko. Like, you don't need an expensive exactly. gun. All you need is something that you know is going to shoot. He actually told me to get an expensive one 
oh, fuck, I think it was the ticker that he was trying to talk me into. Tickers are good. Don't shit on them. No, they are, like they are good. They're a good rifle. Uh, and and like I said earlier, like I the only reason, not the only reason, one of the main reasons I bought the how was like the, the bang for your buck as, aspect. And the reviews were fucking awesome. Yeah, I, like I've got two good mates that shoot howers, and you know they're both yeah. taken deer with them. They're both taken. Yeah, man. Oh, that's the yeah. how, the how. I actually did research on the how. Like the boys give me shit about it all the time, and, and most of the time I don't research it. It's just like if it's fucking. Cheap, no worries. You have to know the facts and the data. For a gun, you do. Absolutely, you do. Like For you, everything, you yeah. do. I was, well, no, not for everything. <laughs> I mean, coming from me, that sounds a bit how you're going because I'm the facts and data guy. But I think I think the facts and data get discovered through using the gear. You know, and like, like I said, like if, if like I'm willing to have a little bit more comfort, but not the best comfort yeah. in the things that I'm, in the things that I buy. Like now, um, I've just bought a a Delaney sleeping mat and got a second. I got I paid two for the fuck all for it because all this shit that you'd get in the shops, all the rich people buy it, yeah. use it for like they don't even use it. Yeah. Like, no, this marketplace was, is great. I'm exactly right. I'm constantly typing hunting into marketplace. I'm ty- yeah. constantly oh, typing shit, yeah. just shit like that into marketplace just to see what comes up. Like I've got a Tatonka backpack and I love it. And just typed in, you know, Tatonka into the marketplace and uh 65 liter or 55 yeah. liter pops up and i've gone shit they only want 100 bucks for that it's yeah, still man. got the tag on it so i've rang up my mate luke and i'm like luke they got a pack here i know you've been looking for one he's like where is it i'm like message him find out and he's like oh it's at mawson lakes i'm like you pay for it i'll pick it up yeah. for you on the way home <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes man like and my my pack i've got uh ebola stock Things how you pronounce it. Ebola stock. I don't know. It's fucking European. Uh, which is actually Josh's old one. So I've done the hand-me-downs quite a lot with the boys. and they, 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 I've heard. Yeah. So I've got Josh's old... Uh, I think it was, it was actually the pack that he used when he was in the army. I've got that. I've got Caleb's old Pentagon cams. So in... in they're, they're starting to wear a little bit, but uh, I've got... Especially around the um, calves or... Around the, no, no, because <laughs> I've got skinny little fucking chicken legs and he's like, the dude's built like a fucking oh, gorilla. He's oh. like, just nuts, man. He, so. he, he walked out <laughs> in his jocks and deer cap and he... <laughs> Did you have to like look away because of the light? It was just shining too like, fucking bright in your eyes and burning your retinas? His, his calves, calves are huge, but his fucking thighs... Yeah, he's a monster. Ridiculous. He's a fucking monster of a dude. He's built like a bulldozer. (laughs) Yeah. No, he is. No, he's like like, my youngest watches a thing called Paw Patrol. There's a bulldog on (laughs) there. Fucking that's that's Caleb. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) No, it's it's funny, man. Like we when we stand together, we're just like the the opposite ends of the human body. Like I I, (laughs) I've got little fucking little chicken legs and and like broad shoulders, and I'm six four, and and he's bigger like a gorilla, and then he got. Dorito man standing next to him. <laughs> oh, it's fucking, it's funny, but uh, I have actually fit into his cams quite That's, like really well. I, I, like, I it's think, baffling as to how that fucking works. Maybe because they just have to be so wide to be so, like they have to be the long length. to fit him. Yeah. So you get the length because you're so scrawny. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, fuck if I know. <laughs> All I know is they were fucking free. So, you know, <laughs> thanks, Caleb. <laughs> What's your zombie apocalypse weapon? A semi-automatic shotgun with a spring-loaded bayonet, Works. which is detachable. Works. So the idea is that you can wreak havoc 
with uh, like just dumping like, and this is I like like a barrel mag as well, like just fucking high capacity, just nailing the shit. But I'd use solid slugs. I wouldn't use uh, bark. But you, if you use buck, you can take more zombies at once. I you know, got the chance but they to. wouldn't explode in the same way that they would with a solid slug. So I'm a little bit. I reckon you'll last five minutes. Oh, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Actually, now that we're talking about it, I'd probably, I probably. I think you were talking about edge weapons. You were, you'd carry like multiple edge weapons. Yeah, you man. were saying. Oh yeah, saying, I'd right. use, I'd use like a long pike and a samurai katana. And a throwing axe for, like, edged weapons. I was thinking about it with your answers when you you guys were talking about it on Sender, mate. And um, what's... So, Ninja Turtles, Raphael, what's the ones he uses? The, are they oh, slides? Yeah, yeah the, the, the little, uh, like, the ninja knife things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, they've got the three blade... I don't know like, what they're called. Slicer. But... No, I can't remember. But... That'd be alright because you could kind of like Wolverine that shit. Oh fuck just... yeah! You go through to <laughs> shank fuckers in the skull. You're like you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. So you have the katana and then has have them as your last option and then just like Wolverine shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's fucking that. That's just a, a badass thing. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't know what it's called. I'm trying to look it up now. The data and the facts, man's on it. It's got. I've got to get it. I've got to get it. We don't have young Jamie here. We got. Old Jamie. I've got to look it up because it's going to bug me the whole fucking time. Uh, we'll just quickly move on to the... Uh, probably not the next one because you have to think about that one. You've probably got too many of these. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'll worry about that. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, oh, good, what's man. the next one? Hit me. Oh, do you know what? what let's, you- go, let's go back to the packs. I didn't finish that one. Okay. If it's all right with yeah, you. Yeah, no, go. So, I'm... Yeah, so I've got the Ebla Stock pack... Um, and I've got the snug pack um, sleeping bag that my wife got me, the jet boil. And I've also got one of those little, you know, the, the little three-legged seats that they have at Kmart? I'll use one of them. Fucking, I used to be like, nah, don't need a fucking seat. So I've got one of those f- collapsible seats that, who who bought it? I know one of you guys. Caleb, was it Caleb's Caleb? got one of those, I've, yeah. Oh, it's so good, man. I got mine from BCF, and they're just so comfortable. Yeah. Well, I paid four bucks for mine. Yeah, but those those, those three legged seats aren't as comfortable as these other ones, man. Yeah. Again, like I'm willing to have a little bit of comfort, but not all of them. <laughs> that's that's all right. I think I paid fifty bucks for mine. Yeah. At, at BCF, and they're I so paid good. Four. Yeah. So yeah it's so it's one of those things, that, you know, <laughs> tit for tat, bro. But so uh, the Raphael weapon is called a sigh. Ah, you got it. How the fuck? Oh, oh I should have just done that. Googled Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I, I I googled Ninja Turtle weapons. So yeah, just to find that one. Yeah, now that is a pretty cool. Zombie, <laughs> you know? But you'd have to be fucking close, wouldn't you? So that'd be that if you if you got to get within what thirty yeah, well, centimeters. Yeah, once of them, once you're down from a katana and the other weapons you were talking about. Yeah, these have the next best reach. But you'd probably want like boxing gloves on as well, so you don't get bitten on the hand when you're punching zombies through the face. Yeah, I'd I'd swear um, ice hockey, ice hockey gear, hats, <laughs> and then like they got forearm guards and all sorts of shit. I don't think they make. I just I don't think they make. I don't think they make ice hockey gear in your size, man. <laughs> no, actually, no, they do. They do. A mate of mine you, plays ice hockey, and you need some of that NF, NFL <laughs> gear. NFL, yeah. <laughs> No, do you know what? I I would just go full knight. I just clap. I just press up in fucking full armor as a knight with a, a long sword, because the cunts can't bite you through the fucking Pussy. steel. 
Yeah. Scared eight. of getting yeah. bit. I may be a pussy, but I'll be alive. <clears throat> I'd go mankini in the bow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, you shoot arrows with fucking pink LEDs and ribbons on them. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's what I do now. Look at my fletching. <laughs> Pink I, mean, I didn't white. want to say anything, man, but <laughs> fuck. Are you, are you trying to join the girls' team? Yes. You know how hard it is to find every other colour of fletching out there? There's not many pink and white flowers out there, so it ups your chance of finding stuff. No shit. If you use green and all these other colours that people use... There's flowers, there's bark, there's grass. You can't find that shit in the grass. But at least if you got pink and white, you've got a better chance of finding shit. I, I use a um, can't be fucked arrow where yeah. it pings off and goes over. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's gone. Can't be fucked. It's only because they don't make bows with your draw length, man. Now, nah, do you know what? My, my bow is 32-inch draw. Like, which is like right on the fucking, and it's a hoodie well, which yeah. is like an eBay special, man. Like, it's nothing, nothing to write home about. And that's the, that's what I learned to shoot on. So my, like naturally I'll bend my elbow to compensate for the draw so that the, the. How uh, many times was, have you had an egg on your forearm? Never. I've never you, done that. You haven't string never, slapped nah, yourself. Because I don't have an extended, fully extended arm. It's actually, it's bent. So I'm actually, like, I can't hold it for very yeah. long. Like holding 65 pounds with just your triceps is a bit fucking hard to do. But oh, you look at me like okay, that. princess. Yeah, okay, you <laughs> fucking pansy. But um, nah, I, I, fuck, I don't know, man. It just works for me. I, I, I've shot a couple of other bows that have had. My it's bow. easier shooting a, a smaller draw length. Yeah, oh shit, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Then it I've is shot. shooting a longer. I've the amount of times I've let someone shoot one of my spare bows and they've ended up with string slap on their arm. Yeah. Like my uncle shot shot one of the bows when we were out um, camping up at Pinarouge. We used to do a mo- an annual motorbike riding trip up there and yeah. then nights we were spotlighting. And yeah, let him shoot the shoot the bow and it string slapped his forearm and he's thrown Whoa. the bow down and he's swearing, stupid piece of shit, who would shoot one of these fucking things right, right, right. he's on the verge of tears he's got tears in his <laughs> eyes and he's swearing and this is a guy that doesn't say too much like he yeah. I, I don't think I'd ever heard him swear up yeah, until that point material, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and he's swearing carrying on and sucking and yeah since then this is freaking you know 13 years ago and every time I see him now it's just hey princess how you doing <laughs> shot a bow lately Fuck yeah like he's, he's like yeah I'm never shooting one of those fucking things again like oh uh, that's excellent <laughs> that is fucking excellent man so what is your funniest hunting story oh man it's got to be it's one that we talk about quite often actually it's where pointer for those who listen to senate mate is josh's old man <laughs> he's he's run over caleb and then flicked another mate of ours off the back of the ute while we've been out spotlight like it's just <laughs> fucking hilarious so I don't know if the boys, the boys have told you this one or if you heard it on the podcast, but basically Caleb's got the rifle over, like shooting across the bonnet, about to take the shot, and then I don't know, I don't even know what happened. Like, I, like he must have had it in gear, or or he's or he's thinking that we're taking. Off. I don't fucking know. No one knows. So I'm sitting in the back of the tray. On if you like, if you're looking towards the front of the vehicle from the tray, I'm on the front left hand side, and couch is in the back right hand side with a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> and then the car just like 
jolts forward, right? Because we're waiting for the shot to go off. Like, because he's shooting a 308 across a padding. We're like, no fucking fingers in the ears, no worries. And then all of a sudden the car just jolts forward and then, and then Kale's like, what the fuck? And like, run over his foot. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many people has Poeta run over? Oh, I think we tallied it like four people. Three, there might have been three. I don't know. You'd have I to think, ask Josh. I think Josh you need a new driver, man. But he's fucking... I love Peter. He's so good. He's just a good... Like he's a genuinely I haven't had fucking, the honour to meet him yet. He's such a gentleman. I'm, I'm keen to hear some of his uh, makeshift swearing. Like oh, dude. And like freckles. Cos Wallop. Cos Wallop. Jake Wallop is just... Fuck. No. He's, he's, he's actually a really, really nice dude. Like the, the, the biggest heart you'd ever find on a gentleman ever. And like he... He's just done this. I reckon he's just released the clutch. I forgot it's in years. <laughs> fucking cleaned up. Caleb. We've all like, done that. The rifle's nearly gone through the fuck. Like you know, it's a yeah. big four wheel drive, so the things lurch forward. And I, I turn around, and there's like there's no couchy <laughs> at all. And he's just he just I'm mean, what the fuck? And then he just stands up from behind. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck happened to you, mate? He's so, like, oh, I just fell on. <laughs> speaking of, where's someone when you're out? Oh. Over the rut when I was out with um, Hainsey. Um, yeah. We'll cruise around the farm with Hainsey and his brother, um, who who's the farm manager. Yeah, yep, Jordan. Re- yep. Jordan, that's right. And I couldn't remember his name. But, yeah, we've um, stopped at a gate. Jordan's jumped out to open the gate. And I've quickly jumped. I'm like, oh, here's an opportunity to take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> They've hopped out, drove forward. I'm like, yeah, I've still got time. Shut the gate. Next minute, the car's. Taking off across the paddock, I'm like, "Yeah, ha ha, guys, very funny." And it goes over the hill. I'm just like, "Nothing actually yeah. forgotten about me." <laughs> Did you, your asshole do little things. You're like, "Fuck, are they like? Do they just not know?" Not, not there, really, or? because I could I could work my way back to the shearers' quarters, and I knew which way where they were going. So I'm just like, I'll just just start walking. So I just slowly started walking. Not not a worry in the world because I knew where they were going. <laughs> And then I just hear the car spin around and then see it coming back. And they're both in Pissing tears laughing. laughing. And they're yeah. like, what the fuck? Classic just like, Josh. I'm just like, I just got out to piss. And they're like, yeah, you need to tell us next time. Because we, we drove. We're like, oh, there should be deer down here. Zach? Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan was so apologetic. Like he's, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. I'm, so they I'm, didn't I'm even so... realize you weren't even the back of the fucking you. They did. I was sitting in the back seat, got out to take a piss. They've opened the gate, closed the gate, taken off. <laughs> and it's like three minutes later, they've got to another spot and they're like, Zach, there should be deer at Zach. Where's... That's fucking Jordan, funny, Jordan turns to Josh and goes, um, Where's your mate gone? <laughs> Josh is like, what? Turns around and yeah, there's no Zach in the back. I mean, fuck, if you got out and pissed as much as you do normally, I mean, Jesus, it's no wonder they oh, got out. Yeah, yeah. I, I do, man. I, I got a pregnant woman's bladder and I've had that forever. Fucking it's like. Oh, have you had your prostate checked? You, you, you're all good? Do you want to? No. <laughs> hey, man, you promised you wouldn't tell anyone. Fucking. No, that was in confidence. <laughs> 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 What's the most dangerous thing to happen to you on a hunt apart from pointers driving? Oh, fucking hell. That's a good question, actually. I would say... I I don't even know. It can be a fishing trip. It can be a full driving trip. I know you're... you're uh, No, well, like the most dangerous thing, and this was probably more of like a serious thing and and a lesson. I, I went away with some lads and then ended up driving back 
with a chambered round pointing at my back for three hours. <laughs> Fucking hell. Down corrugation. I know. And that was like, got got back to my place. I was unloading my guns and, and I've gone. Like, as you do, like you put it back. The bolts are supposed to be out. You're supposed to do all that sort of shit. I've opened it up. Well, not in South Australia. Where well, I mean, late. technically they're not. You don't have to legally. Good practice is to separate your... Like, take your bolt out of your rifle when you're travelling. because It's know, also just, a good way to lose your bolts too. What do you do? Like, fucking throw it in the river or something? Yeah, man. It's, there's, oh. I'll put a treble hook on it and use it as a lure at the same time. I would use it as a sinker. But, <laughs> I mean, each to their own. No, well, there's a reason why the fucking... The bags have got a little pocket on them. Because you just take it out, you, you wrap it in your oil cloth and you put it in your fucking in the front. No worries. And then that way, there's there's 100% no chance you're all good. I've pulled the rifle out and the bolt's down in it. Oh, that's a bit fucking weird. Pulled it up. Oh, hello. There's a, there's a fresh round chamber. Fucking hell, fuck. yeah. So that's, the, that's these, like, yeah, potentially the most dangerous. But. These these things happen. It's like, like I was listening to, so your latest episode of Senate, mate, dropped today, this morning, Monday, the uh, 2nd of May. And mm. with Dr. Tim, and he was talking about some gun shot victims he's, oh, yeah. he's dealt with. Yeah. And a guy supposedly shot himself in the back of the knee with a 22. Yeah. You guys filmed, uh, recorded this episode at there, I'm guessing December sometime. Yeah, so. the, yeah that, was, that was one that we had in the back pocket. But yeah, yeah. it's only come out in May. But yeah, I was... <laughs> Oh, he's seen some shit, that dude. Like yeah, the stories right. that he's got, is, I bet, I it's, bet. It's phenomenal. Like he's he's actually a really good bloke to speak to. Um, just generally, it's about, a good dynamic. Like, you, you should all, every episode you should have like an ask Tim segment. Ask Doctor Tim. That's not, a bad, <laughs> that's not a fucking bad idea. Yeah. He might get sick of it, but you should have like a have a listener. No, nah, he's like he's send he's a, awesome. a, like, a voice recording every episode and have a just a like a two two minute segment where they ask him a medical question <laughs> and <laughs> then he has to answer answer that. Yeah, Not that, hunting, fishing, outdoors. Nah, that'd be interesting. But he's like he's just it, genuinely a good yeah, dude. Like you that, say doctor and but he's like a he's I mean he's fucking massive. Yeah. Like, he's a head taller than me. Oh dude, yeah, wow. Yeah, he's fucking huge. Like the the nicest guy ever. Does he have a flappy head like South Park or? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. He's he's like a super nice dude, but he um he was happened to be in town when we recorded that episode, which was a face yeah. to face. Luckily enough, that um, was good. And we, I enjoyed it. Oh man, we we drank a lot that night. Like, <laughs> at least to say the least. You know, not that we can do that thing. <laughs> you drink and drink enough. On every podcast night, let alone that night. Yeah, but I only drink when I'm recording podcasts, so it's all right. What is your top five dream animals? Ooh, fuck. This one's a tricky one because my perspective has changed, actually. If anyone's listened to our podcast earlier on, I'm very much sort of against trophy hunting. Well, not against trophy hunting, but never really... Quote-unquote trophy hunting? Yeah, quote-unquote. I've, I've not... I don't see hunting... Uh, like like I said previously about practicality and the reasons behind stuff, and that's the way that I work. I don't see trophy hunting as a, a, a justification for killing something. Like so, I'm very old school in the sense of I don't even know if old school is the right way, but more conservative, um, conservative in the sense of uh, if I'm going to kill it, I'm going to take the meat, and that's the reason why I'm doing it. If it's a trophy, I'll fucking yeah, no worries. I'll take the trophy, but I'm there for the meat. If it's if it all, all lines up and it happens to be that way, as most so, hunters are, man. I'd say like my the 
the biggest thing that I want to hunt uh, in terms of taking meat, I guess, would be it'd have to be like an uh, elephant. Um, and that's purely because it's going to feed a village for fucking six months. Yeah. You know, that, and they do it in a way that is from a, conserved, uh, a conservation point of view and that sort of thing. So I've spoken to a few people. There's um, a guy, Robert Borsack. Yep. Not Borsack, Borsack. Borsack. Yeah, I was just going to say fucking... <laughs> I, I see your face. He went through high school real fucking easy, didn't he? <laughs> he, he? He's a legend in the Shooters, Fishers, Farmers Party. Yeah, man. Um, he's taken an elephant, and yeah, the, the, the few people that I've spoken to that have taken one that said, said it's yeah. pretty pretty yeah. decent meat. Like it's Oh, dude, there's... yeah, And, and the, a core hunt. Yeah, man. It's fucking... And they're smart. Like, elephants, they... You, you, you can switch it around you. They can track you. So would yours be a rifle or... I know you're not a massive bow hunter. No, it'd, it'd be a rifle, man. Like, yeah. I have i don't think I would want to... Be, like now, if you ask me 12 months time, when I've, I sort of might change my perspective again because people get introduced to new different ideas and whatnot. And, and I'm getting more into bow hunting now. But for, if you, I was going to go tomorrow, I'd say rifle. Yeah. I've watched sure. a video. Um, who was it? It wasn't Tim Wells, it was one of the other other big guy, bow hunting guys. But yeah, watched it. He, I watched him take a hippo and then I, I'm like, oh, what are other African animals? Yeah. With lion and African elephant and, you know. Yeah. It's, That's just wild. watching that arrow disappear behind that elephant's shoulder was just amazing. I suppose you, you're I'd like, your target's pretty fucking big, isn't it? <laughs> so African elephant, what else, man? I go African elephant. Elephant. I'd, I've I've always wanted to go to Alaska, like like well, just the cold fucking continents, just to test my grit, I guess, just to see if I can fucking do it. Like I, I love a challenge. So anything like polar, I would go and do that. I mean, which is sort of a one of the polar bears. Like I could kind of see like you a, being like a um, muskox. Yeah, a muskox. Like, go because a muskox is a big animal. The skin's a big, at, big yeah. thing. You can make a kick-ass jacket from a muskox. <laughs> like, you're in, right into your heavy metal shit. Yeah, man. Fucking you're a it. big fella. You make a jacket out of a muskox with the fur on the outside, the leather on the inside, but you have it as a trench coat down to your ankles. Yeah, that doesn't like, seem serial killer <laughs> at all. <laughs> it puts it's the lotion summer, man. Why are you wearing it? Yeah. It puts it the lotion, lotion on, on the skin. skin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, some type of Arctic animal. Yeah, man. So Ar- Arctic for sure. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Africa, um, and that that's where the whole elephant thing comes out of it. Um, want to get a um, oh, fuck. I don't. Know. There's like the big the big five over there as well. But again, if I was going to trophy hunt, it'd be the big five in Africa or going Alaska somewhere. But yeah. again, like, like I don't look at it as trophy hunting and go, I want to fucking do that. Okay. Oh, what meat? Like, I think I look at it for what meat would I want to yeah. try? So crocodile is a meat that I would want to try. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a trophy hunt. So if, if we narrow it down to the meat. Alligators alligator, high on my list yeah. for that. Oh, fuck yeah. So, Watched a bit too much swamp people. Oh, I fucking love that. Lubbert. <laughs> greater. You like sometimes you like fuck. I should probably turn the subtitles on, eh? Nah, no, no. no. <laughs> These are my people. I understand them fully, man. <laughs> if it's just a drunk dude mumbling, and you're drunk as well, you know what the fuck they're saying. 
But if you're sober, you're like, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I can understand the, yeah. the these Cajuns, man. I, lo- I, I love that accent. Yeah. Look, I think like five, I'd go like for meat. Elephant, alligator, I'd go like I haven't, I've never eaten wom- wombat, which is difficult because, you know, Australia yeah. and all that sort of shit. Wombat's on there. I've heard echidna is really good from a few oh, Aboriginal oh. people I know. Apparently echidna is like the best beef pot roast you've ever had, wow. but better because they're just fat. Like they're just yeah. lots yeah. and lots of fat on them. So I, I would love to try echidna. I mean, they waddle fucking everywhere. So, I mean, fucking... They're never in yeah. a hurry, man. Nah. How good would it be being a kid? Just like, <laughs> you fucking... Yeah, you say what? Spike you, cunt. Fucking... Nah, I, I reckon a wombat would be better. Yeah. Eats roots and leaves. Oh. no, nah, I got that one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm swearing like a dirty mouth. I think I just dropped the C-bomb actually inadvertently. So my apologies to the listeners for that. You can just it's all right. edit that. Some of the American listeners love it. They uh, they they like watching us Australians like watching animals at a zoo. Just through, <laughs> through glass. Filthy. Like, what? what's this strange creature? <laughs> Put them on an island by themselves and they go crazy. <laughs> Chuck a bunch of prison guards and yeah. prisoners on, a, on an island. And it's, you, you get John Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. Love Johnny. No, he did a good, good, great, good things for the country. Yeah, definitely. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Oh, I hate him with every bone in my body. <laughs> How do you see the public views on hunters? Uh, it depends on. Oh, fuck. I mean, again, clarity on the data, please, though. Uh, I, I don't know, like, if you look talking about online... If you went to Rundle Mall and you asked five people, ten people, what their views on hunting were, what do you think they would say? Oh, I can break that down to demographic. You ask an older person, they won't give two shits. You ask a middle-aged person, they'll be like, yeah, no, well, you know, I haven't tried it, but whatever. You ask a younger person, they'll be like, ah, oh, it's a fucking Younger, devil. what's... Like, you're 33, what's your definition I'd of say a younger person? Younger would be, like, the high school to university, like, demographic. So, probably tapping out at maybe 19, 20. So, those sorts of people to be influenced by bullshit, essentially, in the education system. The cancel culture. The cancel culture. All of that political, politically charged social bullshit. LBGQTY. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> all the people that can't fucking think for themselves, they would probably be strongly against it purely because of the bullshit and they're in it. Like, they haven't developed themselves as a person enough to be able to think critically or independently. So See, I'd say... Under 30 would be that. Oh, yeah, like given, I mean, fuck, I'm 33 now. So it, it would, it might be pushing up to 25, under 25 now because, you know, I'm getting older. Because I meet people my age. I'm just turning 29 all the yeah. time. And they're like, why do you hunt? What a yeah. poor animal. Like, <laughs> Bambi, See, man. I've, I've met and spoken to a lot of people that have been. Uh, just don't know about it. So yeah. not so much against it, but don't know enough to to form an opinion where there's people that don't want to form an opinion and don't want to know. So coming off of that, how would you change the public views on hunters? Would it be education? Would it be... Oh, shit, yeah. Like I, if To be honest, I think there should be a... Oh, fuck, I mean, I can go down a rabbit hole with this one, but I think there needs to be an environmental class taught not a ethics class on fucking lives and all that sort of shit but how the impact environmentally 
um, not on climate change and all that other fucking shit, but like an ecosystem impact class the where people understand what introduced species do, where they understand what management is and control of that is that we're doing and, and how so far we've come. Quick question on that. Do you think we should manage these introduced species as a game species when it comes to deer? Or do you think we should aim for total eradication? Because I've got friends that is a, a friend who is a studying biologist who thinks we should aim for eradication for all these introduced species, quote unquote, feral species. Or do you think we should manage? Because without uh, these animals, we don't have yeah the hunting culture we have. Because you can't really hunt a kangaroo. You can only shoot a kangaroo. Oh, yeah. They're dumb like, as fuck. Yeah. Now, look, the, I mean, my response to that would be it depends on the impact in the ecosystem that that introduced species is having. So currently, like cats, we know they're fucking douchebags. You just you see a cat, you should fucking shoot it. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I'm speaking to the man who you know, <laughs> has sent million, many an arrow into a cat. So Not many, just a couple, man. Just a couple. Just a couple of cats that sent the world going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Literally the world. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think, it, like, again, you'd need to clarify the impact that the species is having on the ecosystem because if it's, it might be a, classed as a pest, but it might also be contributing in a way that we don't see to an existing ecosystem. You take that out of the system and then other things become affected. So you'd need to sort of break everything down to understand what the effect would have. But also hunting for deer and these species have an economic value to them as yeah, well. So, so if that, we take yeah, that out yeah. of the the system, then we lose this massive yeah, economic so that's, that's boost. The, so that's the impact on, on human society. So I'm talking about the eradication primarily here. So if you're going to completely eradicate a species, very fucking hard to do, by the way. Very it it is, but that's I, I kind of see like when Greens parties want total eradication of certain pest species like deer, they're not so worried about the the impact they're having on the wildlife. Yeah. They're they're more worried if we take we take the things that hunters target, then we can take away the legitimate reason for owning a firearm then we can uh yeah so you're saying that there's like so there's like a hidden agenda there I, I think there's always a hidden agenda behind yeah. stuff have you have you read any of the greens policies i, I can't read man if, i'm uh, dyslexic yeah. <laughs> I, well, I make josh look like elon musk like. oh wow i mean that's a fair stretch man <laughs> Now, they, I mean, it's been a while since I've looked... Like, the current policies for this election I haven't looked at, but their previous policies, are just, they, they don't make any sense. Not from a standpoint of, of people that actually understand how it works. Yeah, but politicians, man, they're all the same, whether it's yeah. Greens, whether it's yeah. Liberals. So, I, on, like, on that underlying agenda... You I know don't more think, about poli politics yeah, than I, mean, I do. Your, your mum, Brandon? Yeah, my mum. I mean, fuck, she's, she's in the middle of it right now, actually, with the current... Um, Elections coming up, but the the common misconception is that the Greens are like have this sort of underlying agenda where they want to come after your guns or they want like like what you said. I don't think they're smart enough for that. I don't think that they are coming after specific uh, ownership of anything for individuals. I think that they genuinely 
understand they they think that they have a grasp on the science which they're using to back that which fuck now you could I mean all you got to do is look at the way that the experiments have been done to know that it's like I mean fuck you want to know if something's legitimate look at who's funding it who's, See, who's I, paying for I it I just but have to that. I just have to look at the like I might have a cued perception on on it all just because of the hate that I've gotten. Oh fuck! Because yeah. of the whole cat yeah, stuff. Like I was bias. getting, I was yeah. getting thousands of messages a week, and I pretty much read every single one of them. Well, that's bad. And for then you. not really because I don't take that stuff to heart. So the ones where I could see that I could reply to and maybe get a decent response, oh, yeah. I replied replied yeah. to nicely. Ones where I knew I could have a laugh. Yeah, so I mean, you're, I had you're a, a bigger laugh. man than me. Um, I'll just be like, you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. I, I got to grow with it. Um, a lot of my growth as a person came from that experience. Yeah. So, oh, kudos to you, like, man. I mean, I've, like, I've had my ups and downs with it, yeah. but I've, I've also grown as a person because of it. And right now, this podcast is... A part of it, like it's yeah, true. It's all grown, grown yeah. to this. Um, speaking of which, how would you like to? Uh, sorry, what is hunting to you? Hunting to me is a. It's it's a lot of things actually, but primarily it is a form of meditation. Is a probably pretty accurate description where I get to disconnect from not life, but from the, the hustle and bustle of civilization, I guess is the best way of putting it. So I get to reconnect with, and this is going to sound hippie as fuck, but I get to reconnect with the earth, reconnect with the natural environment, be immersed inside the ecosystem itself. Like all this talk we've just been having about, like, it's impactful, you fucking data, blah, blah, blah. But like at the end of the day, you take your shoes off, you walk through the bush, you stalk an animal, you, you're in it. Like that's that's instinctual and that is natural. There is no better way to step outside of the stresses of life. And and we, we put our stresses on ourselves as human beings. Like yeah. we, we've built this requirement to i mean the way the way that society works is like you have to not no you don't have to conform to rules but there's certain things that you have to do to be able to be uh not successful but probably to live and to survive but you can step outside of that when you go hunting and you can be just, there's an element of self-sufficiency that comes with that as well so you, you go you shoot a deer you got meat you harvest it you do it all yourself you're done you don't have to burn your money at the butcher you got a sense of satisfaction. You've been out in nature. You've been amongst like all of the oxygen levels out amongst the trees is elevated. So that goes into your your systems with through your lungs into your cardiovascular. Like you you feel better naturally. And there's a whole bunch of science that backs this. So for me, it is just fucking a massive woozer. Yeah, uh, I couldn't agree more, man. Like when I go out, it's just it's meditation. It's Everything slows down. Everything yeah, becomes well, clear. It. Do you turn um, your phone off? Like, I take my no. watch off. I turn my um, phone off. Like I'm, I'm shocking. I'll put on TikTok Live while I'm sitting there waiting for. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be talking to people about what I'm doing, why I'm, yeah, doing like, it. I mean, it's different when you're a content creator. Like since we we've started what we're doing as well. I've like, I mean, fuck. By when it's the middle of the day, we all just end up scrolling down Instagram anyway. Like, but. Before that, and even when you like, once that's done, you put your phone down. It's those moments where you're disconnected completely. They're the ones like that are for you. 
it's not it's not like you've got your obligations if you're creating content is what you're trying to do. But I always try to get that done first up. Yeah. And then once that's done, right, right, yep, no worries, you've done what you need to do, and then fucking phone goes off. Yeah, goes I, off. I haven't been like that. I've you know, it's always been been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, it's different for everyone, you know. I, I've just found that because because I've been in super highly stressful jobs my entire life and you take that shit home with you and it's hard to escape it when you get up and you do the same thing every fucking day, yeah. six days a week. So it, that escape into the different environment and even just fucking sleeping on the ground and not sleeping in a bed, it changes, like yeah. it switches your brain because it's something new. So... Yeah, man. Like it's, it's, it's a lot more than just getting out and shooting something. Exactly, sure. exactly. So, if people have enjoyed what they've heard on this podcast, where can they find you? Where can they listen to you in the future? Oh, fuck. Uh, well, send it, mate. Podcast. If you Google that, it'll come up with a whole bunch of different shit on um, Spotify and iTunes and that. That's me and Josh and Caleb, a couple of other legends that I. And like to sneak in with if you've listened to um, every episode both of those boys have been on yeah a couple yeah. times now so yeah now well, they're, they're my best mates and we do that together Good bunch of blokes i don't really do um like personal uh socials uh, just because it's too i'm not a, i'm not i don't do that man like that's not me like i can write a fucking sick email to hr but like <laughs> updating my facebook status i'm like yeah i can't be fucked so, so best contact you through the send it mate. Send it mate, page yeah. Jump on send it. Like, and if you guys have got any questions or queries or anything, aim it, aim add it. him. Aim, yeah, make sure you put my name on there because we all monitor it. So if you say, "Hey Ryan, you're a fucking dickhead," I'll be or the one giving you the thumbs up. Keep yeah, up, no worries. keep up the funny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh Luke. yeah, absolutely. And. Um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said at the start, we saved the best for last. Oh, dude, I'm going to cop shit for that for sure. Then we're like, <laughs> oh, look at you, you fucking retard. You're the, you're the guy who's out for... You're famous. You're e- fucking e- famous. Everyone loves you, man, and everyone I loves, loves your stupid sense of humor. Too, I do. So. I'm very I'm very silly. It's actually quite funny. I've, I've, um, the guys at work don't know that I do this. <laughs> And I'm like a totally different person because, you know, it's all serious. And yeah. So, and one of the boys found it. So. <laughs> That's great. That's but great. Anyway, thank you very much for having Easy, me on, man. Brother. I appreciate it. Thanks it for is, coming good on. good fun. Fucking good fun. Thank you for listening. Please find us on social media, Instagram, Hunting Connection Podcast, Facebook, Hunting Connection Podcast, and Twitter at Hunting Connect. Also, please subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening on, rate, review, and share with your friends and family. Thank you.